Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning. It is Friday, January 26th. It is five minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the big story in the country right now is how the 25 Republican governors, including Eric Holcomb, have released a joint statement supporting Texas and what's going on down at the southern border. But it is Friday. Rob is smiling. And let's talk about something besides the border and give everybody a break from that. You want to talk about something uplifting? (laughs) Well, I don't know really bring everyone together i don't know if this is uplifting (laughs) but at least it is just a change of pace for Uh a moment and that is that a former wwe staffer janelle grant has filed a lawsuit in which she alleges that vince mcmahon the chairman and ceo of wwe sexually abused her and sex trafficked her to others within the company so Anytime something with pro wrestling is involved, you you say, it's hard to say, oh my gosh, that was so salacious, I'm surprised. But in this case, mm-hmm. the allegations in this, uh, that this woman has made, I mean, I guess, you know, it's front of the court, so I'm sure she could probably get in trouble if they're proven to be untrue, um, are horrific. Even by Vince McMahon standards, Uh, We've always said this about Vince. For people like me who grew up in the 80s and the 90s, kind of the heyday of pro wrestling, Vince McMahon, to many of us, has a fondness. He's almost like Walt Disney to the people who love Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Like, he created these larger-than-life characters. He created this, you know, bizarro fantasy wrestling universe. And so for that, our childhoods, Vince McMahon will always have a special place in our heart. I told my dad this last night, though. It is so depressing as a 40-year-old man to realize the guy who created some of your greatest childhood memories and was best known during your childhood as the good guy announcer. Because remember, it wasn't until the late 90s they even revealed Vince owned the place. He was just the good guy announcer and Jesse Ventura was the bad guy. That this guy who created so many great memories for you is at the very best, and this has been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, take this thing out of it, is a complete piece of human garbage. Yeah, so Grant signed a non-disclosure agreement back in 22, and she agreed to stay silent on her allegations for an exchange of $3 million. However, the payment stopped after $1 million, and she opened the floodgates and said, okay, you're not paying me? I'm not staying silent anymore. Okay, so the, just to backtrack a little on this, and by this, by the way, whether you like wrestling or not, this is a huge deal because World Wrestling Entertainment has now partnered with UFC. They're under a company called TKO. They are a bajillion-dollar company. They are massive beyond belief. We had just talked about how they just got that deal five, with Netflix. Five billion dollar deal with Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would. this is the equivalent of now talking about like United Airlines or, you know, GE or... Uh, you know, Walmart. I mean, it's these are like these companies are this big now, and that's why we're not just because Rob 
liked wrestling when he was eight. I mean, this is a, like a huge story that a guy who ran this company and created this huge behemoth is the things he's accused of. So backtrack a little bit. He was accused last year, two years ago now, of essentially promoting this woman, of hiring her, bringing her in, and it was solely, you were led to believe, because he was having a sexual relationship with this woman. Yep. And he then paid her, it came out hush money to go away. Then as part of that, and this was the big thing, it came to light that he had paid multiple other women over the years while WWE was a publicly traded company. He had paid them of his own money. However, legally, he should have, it should have been reported by the company as a business expense because it was hush money. He didn't want anybody to know. And so he and WWE were in huge hot water with like the SEC potentially over this. He agreed to go away as part of that. And then as soon as the thing kind of got swept under the rug because he went away, he then came back and brokered this bajillion dollar deal with UFC to, to form TKO. And now he's back and he is he's not the big boss anymore because he got WWE controls 49% of that merger, UFC 51. So he's like down the food chain now, but he made he made money like beyond your wildest imag imagination off that merger. And apparently, if you believe the allegation, this woman said we had this three million dollar non-disclosure agreement, which he, was constructed only after his wife found out about it. Allegedly, he stopped paying. So now she's filed another lawsuit in court, which if that's true mm -hmm. and you are worth several billion with a B dollars and you didn't pay some woman if you indeed did do the things that she claims three million dollars, you are even stupider than I could ever imagine um, because the allegations about him in this in this document are even by like even by Vince McMahon standards, mm -hmm. they're horrific. Yeah. Casey. Well, let's talk about what a dirtball this guy is. If these are true, she alleges that he pressured her into sexual situations, degraded her in exchange for giving her a job as the administrative coordinator for their legal department. And in the lawsuit, she says that he locked her in her office, and him and other people took turns sexually assaulting her, that he forced himself on her, that he sent explicit text messages to her, and that he offered her up to another wrestler that he was trying to re-sign. And this other wrestler is, quote, one of the biggest names well, in the industry. And if you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know who... It appears who they're talking about because they mentioned he's a former UFC champion. Mm -hmm. That is Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, I believe, is the only UFC champion who is also uh, a part of World Wrestling Entertainment. Brock Lesnar is still probably the biggest active name in professional wrestling, um, highest paid talent they have, etc. And then, of course, the big one is she alleges he, and if you have children, you may want to change the channel here. So let's give three seconds for, don't change the channel, just turn it down. We need you to keep the channel on. You don't have to have the volume up. Just keep it. He allegedly used her mm -hmm. as a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, now, he is vehemently denied. He's come out and vehemently denied these allegations. And how many times have we seen over the years where people have been accused of misconduct of some sort and it was ultimately proven to be either wholly incorrect or partially incorrect. And you just wonder, Casey, 
you're a billionaire, you're Vince McMahon, you run this incredibly large, powerful company, you could hire, for lack of a better term, any woman in the world you want to have relations with you whenever you want, and yet you choose to do something like this, like you could get, not even force, even if it was all consensual. You're having a relationship with someone who works in your company. Mm -hmm. Like there, again, it's like you always, it just blows my mind I mean, it does go to the arrogance. I mean, because I don't think there's any dispute that he was having a, had sexual relations with this woman. I don't think there's any, anybody has even tried to dispute that. But it's a whole different ball game if you were just a bonehead and you had consensual relations with someone who worked under you versus the things he's being accused of. But even if it is just a consensual sexual relationship, that is so stupid and arrogant, and someone of his business acumen would have to know that could land him in trouble. Well, clearly, and I think that's why his wife was the one who said, okay, we need to pay her to be quiet. Yeah. And Hush so, money. So Vince McMahon's wife, who, by the way, I interviewed years ago. She was lovely. Um, she was a part of the Trump administration, actually, Linda McMahon. She was the small business administration, oversaw the small business administration. Um she was with Vince from the beginning with WWE. They, she tells this famous story about getting their, when I interviewed her about getting their cars repossessed because they couldn't make the payment. She built that company with them. But it is very clear in recent years, they have lived a very separate life while they're still legally married. Mm-hmm. She lives in Florida now. It's pretty clear they don't really see each other or talk to each other anymore. And I, I'll tell you what, Casey, it is amazing to me. And we see this all the time of people in positions of power who just are so arrogant and narcissistic Mm -hmm. and they make these horrific, horrific decisions that even if everybody was on board with it, it is so inappropriate. Yes. Yes. And this woman, if it's true, I mean, she was abused and you would think because she was in the legal department of this company would be smart enough. Well, she had no business being in the legal department. To remove herself from the situation. But that is what caused all the red flags was she was put in all these positions that she had no business whatsoever being in. And again, we're not talking about, oh, there should never be work relationships. Happens all the time. I met my wife here. That, that happens, all, but I was not my wife's boss. I had no power over her. I wasn't her supervisor. We worked in totally separate de- departments. This guy was the head of the company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He hired this woman who mm-hmm. he was having this uh, relationship with. And it is just amazing to me that people uh, in this of this magnitude and all the years, all the years, I mean, this the, when the, all this stuff came to light in 2022, he had been doing this stuff for years, making these payments and everything else. And if th- he hadn't engaged with this woman, none of that stuff would have ever come to light because he would have got away with those hush money payments. Well, it, it, not even mentioning the physical abuse that she allegedly withstained from this man, um, there's the mental abuse. And once you get in that headspace, it's very hard to walk away, no matter how intelligent of a person now, you're dealing with. Now, I'm, uh, when Hammer comes in, because Hammer and I were talking about this all day yesterday. Some of these allegations seem so salacious, even for Vince McMahon. I, I'm not sure how they could have happened, given the amount of people that were involved and it not have come to light. Are some of them true? Probably. Are all of them true? I would have a hard time believing everything in here is true and that it just never... I mean, there's just too many people that were involved in this for all of that to have been true and not have come to light. So, But even if the truth lies in the middle somewhere... Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh! Even the middle's not good. Yes, no, you're 100 right, Casey. Okay, so uh, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, 17 minutes after 10, and we've got uh, some more sports to talk about. And there's a new trailer for a movie that came out. Oh no! And I have to know if you want to see this one. Oh no! It's on the way with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So first responders arrived at the home of Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Ursay. That happened on December 8th. And this after one of the team executives, Pete Ward, placed a 911 call. He was concerned about Ursay and thought he may be suffering from congestive heart failure. This is crazy how long this thing stayed under wraps. Mm-hmm. I mean, it stayed under wraps for close to a month. And the only reason it came out was they put out that press release that he had a severe, because nobody had seen him for a while. And I think it just started getting thrown around because, at the you know, he's Mr. Vocal after the games and on Twitter and everything. And he'd kind of gone radio silent. And I think somebody kind of just finally dawned on them, hey, where is Jimmy? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they started looking into this, but it went a month, Casey, and nobody knew publicly anything about this. What was going on with him? Well, they have released the 911 call. Here it is. 911, what location of your emergency? Is in your name? My name is Pete Ward, W-A-R-D. And Pete, tell me exactly what's happening. Uh, we have a gentleman who's unresponsive. Um, uh, he's breathing, uh, but he's uh, bluish in color, and we believe that he may be having congestive heart failure. All right, stay on the line with me. I'm going to get some help started to you. Are you with the patient sure. now? I'm almost there. I'm almost at the house. Okay. And how old is the patient? 64 and a half years old. Okay. And male or female? Male. All right. And is he awake? Uh, no. And is he breathing? Yes. Okay. So they said that his breathing was labored and that he was mostly unconscious. And Ursay's nurse said his oxygen level was low. So he already had a nurse. So there were problems to begin with. Well, yeah. And this guy, I mean, look, first of all, it's amazing how calm the Colts employee was, Pete Ward, on the phone I'd give that guy huge credit. I mean, he was like talking like he was ordering a sandwich or something. And they always say that in times when you call 911, the more information you can give them in the calmest method possible. And I know that's hard to do, but that is helpful to them because that person taking your phone call is relaying information in real time. And so the more you help them, the more they can they can help you. So kudos to him on that. But uh, this comes back to and what we've talked about before, which is. Jim Ursay has had immense struggles with addiction. And 
he has been public about some of it and some of the other stuff has come to light and he has had run-ins with the law because of his addictions and he has at times tried to pass that blame onto others for the things he did i mean when he got pulled over in carmel trying to hell this was just last year that he did that where mm-hmm. he tried to pass like it was the carmel cops fault that he was you know driving under the influence and and um you know this guy has no business overseeing a multi-billion dollar corporation that is mostly dependent or much dependent upon public subsidy in order to exist and i've said this before and i'll say it again uh everyone has a right to privacy until you take my money yeah and then once you start taking my money which no one held a gun to jim ursay's head and forced uh him to take money from poor and middle class people so that he could have a free stadium he chose to do that he went through the the legislature gave it to him whatever but now i have the right to be up in your business and i have the right to have comments about your health and i have the right to have comments about the way you run your business and i you if you worked for this company like just take away it being nfl and the colts if you're if you worked for that company or invested in a company that had a a leader like that let's say the walmart the head of walmart was like ursay mm-hmm. would it would you be buying stock in walmart if you knew no because you don't have confidence exactly. in the leadership and and yet because it's the national football league he gets protected and because it's football people taxpayers will overlook things that they would never o- o- overlook if it were, you know, uh, someone they did business with or a company they were invested in, he has no business running that team anymore. It is time for him to hand it off to someone else so that the, even if for no other reason, the taxpayers can ensure that their forced investment is protected. I want to bring your attention to something that's on WIBC.com right now, and that is the, since we're talking about the NFL, the NFL players with the highest earnings per game, Mm -hmm. if you take their base salary Mm -hmm. and how many games they play per season Mm -hmm. and do the math on that, we've got the top 10 highest earners per game, and Braden Smith, one of the Colts, is at number three on this list, making $1.6 million per game game he played in 10 out of 17 games Uh. (laughs) his base salary last year was 16 million dollars um so look here is uh here is we wish jim ursay the best we hope that he recovers uh and lives a long healthy life but you are incapable it appears without serious supervision taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. And if you're incapable without serious supervision of taking care of yourself, then you have an obligation to the people who are investing their hard-earned money in your franchise to hand that off to someone else who who can run that organization without the the issues that your inability to get your addictions under control have have caused. Well, and the police report had said that he was treated with Narcan, which is a medicine they give for opioid overdose. I mean, he's not some kid, Casey. He's a six, whatever they said, 64, almost 65-year-old mm-hmm. man. Yeah. He's not a kid anymore. If you have not conquered the thing at this point, there will probably be periods where you do well, but you are always a threat to relapse. And I'm sorry, this may sound harsh, but it's also harsh the amount of money they take from regular people so that he can have that free stadium. So I'm going to say it. 
He, I do not. I, I, as a taxpayer, do not want to be invested in Jim Irsay. One last thing I want to touch on before we get to your voicemails. It's Friday, kind of cleanup day. And this happened earlier in the week. But big news out of University of Michigan, as Jim Harbaugh said that he's leaving and he accepted that Chargers head coaching job. So here's a guy who went from a, a fumbling northern school program, turned it around, won the championship, Said he was going to stay, loved Michigan. There's been rumblings for years. And at the end of the day, Mike Drop, no, I'm out of here. Well, he knows that Michigan's probably going down and they're yelling timber. And mm-hmm. this is a major problem that people have because this happens all the time in college athletics where these coaches come in, they play fast and loose with the rules, they get the program in trouble, they skadoodle on out the door and take some high pro paying job oftentimes with a pro team somewhere mm-hmm. and there's no punishment for them whatsoever while the university the team is on probation or gets the title right, has to carry or, on what he or did whatever yep. yeah it is kendall and casey it's 93 wibc good morning it's time to hear from you kendall and casey present voicemails Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Seven six eight four eight four four four. That is the phone number. If you'd like to contribute with your questions, comments, or smart remarks, it is time for your voicemails with Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. So gas and diesel prices up for the third straight week in a row. And if I can just take a look here, the average gas price across the country right now three dollars and ten cents. I believe I saw it was three oh eight by my house. And I am completely on E right now. I, I got in here today on fumes. Have you? What's the lowest? Have you ever actually run out of gas? Sure. You have. Yeah. Like in your automobile, you've yeah, run out of gas. Yeah, and I've had to go like get the can and fill it up yeah. and walk it back. It's not a good feeling. No, it's not. I, I was gambling today, but I thought I, I I can make it one more day, yeah. and then I'll I'll fill up on the way home. But somebody wanted to call and talk about diesel gas prices. did a whole segment if you'll recall casey mm-hmm. not that long ago on diesel he may have been in his truck and out so of the area i would or like something. to point out we did indeed do a whole segment on mm-hmm. diesel because the tax on diesel is in indiana is even higher than the tax on gas so look again you can be mad at biden all you want and you should be and big part of the gas price thing is biden but a huge part of the gas price in this state are these clowns down the street from us and their predatory uh, behavior on raising that gas tax every and tax on diesel every single year. Well, and 
you know, the state of Indiana has a great effect for the whole region and the country because we are the crossroads of America. We have major interstates all crossing right here in Indianapolis. It's a major FedEx hub. Everything comes in and out of this part of the country and then needs to be shipped out locally. And when you have diesel sitting at $3.91 an average, yeah, it is high. And um, the oil industry management bureau says that there's a lot of different factors and it's a higher freight cost and insurance and uh, longer voyage times. But of course, you can throw the diesel gas price in there as well. Okay. Now, earlier this morning, you had put it out there, something about you wanted to hear from somebody who voted for Todd Young. Yes. And uh, here's a woman who's calling with a confession. Yes, I admit made an egregious mistake and voted for Todd Young. Now I'm ready to head up a campaign. Get rid of Todd Young. Now. Well, luckily for this woman, and thank you for that phone call, and we appreciate that. Um, Luckily for this woman, Todd Young will avoid working a real job like the plague for a remainder of his days. So in 2028, you'll have an opportunity to do that. And sadly, though, in the meantime, we are stuck with... uh, with spending Berg sticking a giant middle finger in everyone's face and laughing at us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we've been talking about the border and how the 25 Republican governors, including Eric Holcomb, uh, released that joint statement uh, supporting Texas. And then we mentioned how Mitch McConnell is now... At- and a big faction of his group are trying to blame Donald Trump, saying that he's trying to kill the deal. Of course, Todd Young mentioned that he hopes no one's trying to uh, do this just for campaign purposes. And somebody wanted to call and talk about the Freedom Caucus. Hello, this is Casey from Shelby County. I agree with the biggest part of what Rob says, but I believe they are all in cahoots together unless... It's part of the Freedom Caucus. Yes, they do silly stuff, but our government is out of control. Thanks. Keep up the good work. So we're talking about Matt Gates and his crew. Yeah. And their small portion. I mean, they don't have a majority. They so don't. They can make a lot of noise, but that doesn't get anything done. Here's the thing, Casey. It's not on Matt Gates and the, and the minority. It's that the majority of Republicans don't do what they promise to do when they run. If Republicans just governed as they run, we wouldn't have much to talk about on this show. Because it they make the right promises, like to steal a thing from Seinfeld, they can make the promise. <laughs> just don't they just it. can't keep the promise (laughs) and this is it's interesting so i did a an interview yesterday for a a podcast on leadership of all things and when it comes out we'll get it out to everybody and the person you know talked to me about we were talking about leadership and obviously my time as an elected person and now how that differs kind of the way we lead today and one of the things i was talking about with this person is i said we here lead an army of people who don't have a voice for themselves like like we do. They don't have a platform like we do. Mm-hmm. And the problem is you can listen to us and you can nod and you can agree and, you know, people do all the time. Yeah, you guys are right on this. But until you're ready to turn that grievance that you have about being lied to by the Republicans, about being misled by the Republicans, until you're willing to turn that into action, 
then this is all just as the Eagles said, in the end, it's all just wasted time. Mm-hmm. Because they don't fear you. That's why they do it. They don't respect you. That's why they do it. And thus far, the public at large has given them no reason to fear or respect them. So they're going to keep lying to you and abusing you and doing whatever they want and believing you won't do anything to stop it. Okay, we've got one more phone call in this segment. I think we've got uh, enough that we're going to do another segment next hour. Uh, But this person wanted to call and give you some props for your good work, Rob. Thank you. I just wanted to encourage you to keep up hammering at the state government and state legislature. Apparently, we have lost $44 million to a fake charter school. While we spend, instead of having oversight for that, we spend our time making happy hour bills. <laughs> Apparently, the state charter schools are no better than the Brownsburg schools. So keep up the good work and maybe track down where how much of that charter school money goes back to the politicians. Thanks. And I think people um, are starting to wise up to this. And now, again, it's the action plan, right? It's what do you do with the information? But what and it took me it took me a long time. I mean, a lot of people opened up during covid. Their eyes were opened up during covid. But now you're seeing what a just complete buffoon Holcomb is. And this is a guy who's never run anything in his life. He's always been a lackey. He's always been a yes man. He's always been like Benny and the mummy, you know, the hanger on guy that is there because of the some other great and powerful Oz. And he had no business being governor. He had no business being governor, which is what, and people, when he was running for U.S. Senate on his own, people saw what a loser he was. And that's why he was dead last in that U.S. Senate race and completely out of money by February, which is, you know, before he was saved by Mike Pence. Um, and, and you're seeing this. The guy doesn't care about details. Governing is hard. To do government well, it is hard. There's a reason that Mitch Daniels, whatever you want to say about him, was light years ahead of any other governor we have had in the uh, rememberable past. Mm -hmm. Because Mitch Daniels cared about details. And whether you agreed with everything Mitch Daniels did or did not do, you knew Mitch Daniels was fully aware of what was going on on everything that he did. This guy doesn't care at all. He is here, he is in the governor's office to go to foreign countries, to pal around with the World Economic Forum, to go to the stupid things like he did the other day down in Southern Indiana for the meta thing where he can stick his shovel in the dirt. Right. He doesn't care about the details. And governing is about the details. And the people around Holcomb are incompetent buffoons. And the Republicans in the state legislature are too scared of Holcomb to hold hold him accountable. And this is why you are seeing costly mistake after costly mistake after costly mistake. Because he is playing governor. He is like Diamond Joe Quimby on The Simpsons. He shows up to cut the ribbon and then gets in his limousine and goes to the next thing. And you people, you the listeners, are going to have to decide what you're going to do about that going forward. Because right now, you have five people running for governor, and not one of them is holding themselves accountable or being held accountable to what their actual plans are and how they're going to do things. Which means, right now, whoever wins, you're going to get more of the same. So you mentioned the 
Meta platform, which is the uh, Facebook deal, yes. and how Holcomb announced yesterday that they're going to do a new $800 million data center, and that's going to be in Jeffersonville. And we're going to talk about that with Donald Rainwater coming up next hour. But it kind of goes back to that guy mentioned the happy hour. It's the tenderloin sandwich sure. when there are more important things to be discussing. But they don't, they, they, the Republicans don't want to take those things on because those things are hard and those things might alienate a donor or a lobbyist. And the donors and the lobbyists are far more powerful than you because you do not exercise. The donors and lobbyists will find a new candidate and they'll give them money and they'll back them. You, on the other hand, the public at large, have told these Republicans, we will eat whatever crap sandwich you throw at us. And so they're going to treat treating you keep treating you like garbage. You don't have to like me for telling you the truth, but look around you and look at your governance. And I challenge anybody to say, no, Rob, that's totally incorrect. We've got Hammer who's going to join us next, and he's going to get on the scale. We'll see where he's at coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and Hammer's joining us in the studio. Happy Friday. Happy beer sample Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kloppenstein Stein's coming in later oh. on with uh, a little something for us to try on the air. Uh, before we get to how heavy you are. Thank you. You believe Vince McMahon <laughs> pooped on some person? So the story that came out yesterday, for somebody that's like, what in the hell, where did that question come from? So the story that came out yesterday was there was a uh, former worker of WWE who claims, and again, can't back this up yet. Allegedly. Allegedly. Vince McMahon may have been involved in some sex trafficking and got into a relationship with said employee and had German-style lovemaking. <laughs> That's too outlandish even for Vince McMahon, isn't it? Are you? But you're in the camp. You think it went down. I don't think human trafficking no, no, went no. down. But, the, but I could totally see him going number two on a chick. Absolutely. Well, I think, aren't they considering the human trafficking part, the alleged part that she was passed around among different people? Isn't that the trafficking part? Yes, like, human trafficking doesn't always mean you're getting stuffed in a crate and being sent somewhere right. for prostitution. Pretty broad. You know, it's, hey, why don't you go sleep with these CEOs and shareholders mm-hmm. yeah. that are thinking about giving us some uh, more advertising money? Take one for the team. That's also, you know, trafficking. The whole story is just beyond wild. There's an old clip going around uh, Twitter, and I'm sure if you search, you can find it. It's from a Raw episode a number of years ago where Stephanie McMahon was like 17 years old at the time, but she's yelling at Vince, and it's storyline, but with this recent news, you hear Stephanie going, I was 17 and did these things for these businessmen because of you. Oh, Seriously, look around on Twitter and you're going to find it, and it makes me wonder if that came from a place of realness. And- yeah. You're a little bit older than me, but but we're close enough in age that we have some of the same memories about watching pro wrestling. Isn't there something just just de- just dejecting about the Walt Disney of your childhood? The good guy announcer of your youth was a complete piece of human garbage. 
never meet your heroes, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I grew up as a big Dave Letterman guy. Like, Letterman was why I wanted to get into broadcasting, mm-hmm. because of the fun, wacky, irrelevant things that he used to do. How many guys in a panda suit can fit into a Starbucks and throwing <laughs> things off the balcony? Yeah. You know, as time goes by, he's just a crazy, super liberal guy. Um, but you know what? I still love those old late shows with Dave Letterman. And if I see him walking around the track, you know, I'm still almost starstruck because that's the hero from my childhood. Well, it was before you knew his politics. Right. Yeah. 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 And his show became all politics. I can separate. I'm usually pretty good at being able to separate the politics from the art. But when the politics become the art, his late night show toward the end was just nothing but politics. Same thing with Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live has always done politics. They've always had a president, and they've always made fun of that kind of stuff. But they used to have the motivational speaker and Canteen Boy and these ridiculous characters. Mm -hmm. You know, the samurai cutting the sandwiches. (laughs) Now, all it is is just Trump sucks. Yeah. The whole show. All right, let's find out how fat you are. Hey, let's do it. All right. I got to beat 246.4. Okay. We started... At 271 flat. So you're down, that would be 27, oh, 27-ish pounds for the whole thing that started August the 11th. Correct. Okay. Here we go. All right, here we go. And we're getting up. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> Waddling over to the scale. Uh, and and it. Yes, Woo! there you go. You almost look like you're not happy for him. Give me two claps and a Ric Flair. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he's going to be gross and obese no matter what. So I was hoping he'd miss his mark there. Mm-hmm. And so I'd get five more dollars. Yeah. I mean, that is, I mean, that's not even a real victory. They were like, you were like eight tenths of a pound down for the week. Any person with any moral scruples uh, wouldn't even accept that. But you do whatever you got. So look. if I were 246.5, you wouldn't want the five dollars? Well, like I said... Okay, that's what I thought. The pun- right. That should be your punishment. For, I mean, look at you. Look at you. You're a mess. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, any, any, any regrets about placing a bet on a team you knew absolutely nothing about last night? You bet on what was the team's name? Uh... Cal Northridge. <laughs> he had to think about it for a minute. And who were they playing? Uh, another Cal school. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, one team was like 13 and 6. The other team was like 7 and 11. The good team was at home. The spread was low. And I thought, screw it. I'm going to be up. I got things to do. I want action. Yeah. Didn't work out. Didn't work out for you. <laughs> What's coming up this afternoon? Beer sample Friday. Uh, Rick Snyder, FOP oh, president, yeah. will join us. He's going to bring the heat and the biggest stories in Indy. Thank you, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.